everyone, and welcome to the Homicide Homegirls podcast, a weekly true crime podcast examining the true crime cases that fascinate and intrigue us. I'm Arielle. And I'm Amanda. Thanks for joining us. We can't wait to share the details of this wild episode with you. Welcome back, listeners. Hey, guys. We've made it to episode 12. And my second episode that I lead, which is super exciting. It's super different for me. The homegirls have finally found their groove with this whole podcasting thing. And I personally thought the nerves would never go away. But the growth has been real with us. And um, retweet. The nerves only seem to resurface for me when uh, I'm leading the episode, but that doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of get more uh, used to it. And I was really scared doing this whole podcasting thing because I hate my voice. And I feel uh, like. Same. And I feel like I sound like a man. And I was like, nobody's going to want to listen to me. But surprisingly, yeah. People have listened. So. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate you. Totally. Sorry my voice is annoying. So, yeah, one of, <laughs> one of the listeners was like, I like your voice. And I'm like, well, uh, don't listen to Six because it gets annoying because that's my, the one that I lead and I talk more. Right. And I'm like, yeah, it sucks. So, anyways. Um, so, today we're going to talk about the disappearance of Jennifer Joyce Kessie. Okay. Uh, she was born in New Jersey um, on May 20th of 1981. To Joyce and Drew Kessie. Oh, her middle name's after her mom. Yeah. That's really sweet. Um, she has one sibling. Uh, he was a younger brother, or he is a younger brother, named Logan. And yeah, I was about to say, don't talk about him in the past. Yeah. Then... It's, 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 it was, like, hard to, like, is it is or had, um, is or was, or, mm-hmm. you know, has or had. Right. Um, so, the Kessie family seems like your typical all-American family, which... We just finished recording another episode, and when you said that, I was like, oh, really? Like, that's why you made that face? Yes. Because I saw it, and I was like... Yeah, because I was doing this episode, and I said the same thing. Um, But Jennifer's mother described her as captivating and inquisitive. Those are some really good adjectives. Yeah. You don't generally, like, hear people people use... So, yeah, and I got a lot of my information from, um, I think it was an ID um, uh, investigation discovery show called disappeared okay so this is like one. this is an actual interview um okay. um she was always smiling and lit up a room oh. and she had an infectious laughter and was very well liked mm-hmm. um she was known for having an amazing sense of humor and being full of ambition mm-hmm. um her, jennifer's father stated that she was a superstar in school and that she had a thirst for learning mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer grew up in Tampa Bay, although, like, she, like I said, she was, she was born, was born in, New in New Jersey, but, but they moved at some to point, yeah. Florida? Okay. That's, that's a, yeah. Okay. That's a change move. of scenery. <laughs> right. Um, so she was born, she grew up in Tampa, but, uh, and she attended, I think I'm going to say this wrong, Vivian Gaither High School. Okay. And after, um, not after college, after high school, she moved to Orlando. Okay. Uh, where she attended the University of Central Florida. UCF. Go Knights. And uh, so there she thrived academically and socially, and she was also a part of the Alpha Delta Pi sorority. Okay. She graduated from UCF in 2003 with a degree in finance. Shout out. (laughs) No, just kidding. I'm I'm accounting, but... It's It's numbers. It's similar. Yeah. Um, And 
after she graduated, she accepted a job at Central Florida Investments Timeshare Company okay. um, as a financial analyst. Okay. Um, and she had chosen that job because she had recently, uh, I mean, she previously interned there. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah my, com- my office will do that a lot. Like, you'll start as an intern, like, your last mm-hmm. semester or two, and then generally, if we like you, we'll hire you full-time. So, yeah, that's, I think that's kind of par for the for the course with like accounting and yes. finance jobs mm-hmm. like they, they'll try you out for a semester or two and then right. if you like it there and they like you then you can, you then can go a, full then time. it's a match right it's a match <laughs> they swiped right on you yeah, in the professional so. sense <laughs> so <laughs> that was a horrible joke i am so sorry no that was perfect <laughs> <laughs> um so she was extremely successful with that company and within a year to a year and a half after graduating she was promoted three times. Okay, this... You already know what I'm going to say. That is me. That's that Ariel that vibes. That was me at work, so this case is going to get me. I already know. So, <sighs> at the time of her disappearance, she was actually the youngest manager at her company. Wow. Girl boss. Go I think ahead. she was 24. Oh, my goodness. So, life was going great for her, right. needless to say. Um, she had bought a condo at Mosaic of Millennia was mm-hmm. the complex name and it was on Conroy Road which was right near the mall okay um when she moved there in November of 2005 the condos were um undergoing like a lot of construction okay um which you will later learn is significant um so in addition to her career going phenomenally um she had been in a serious relationship with her boyfriend Rob Allen Mm mm-hmm the two met at a bar, and they really hit it off. And I think they had been dating for around a year or so, um, and they appeared to be very much in love. Uh, it was the, Yeah, because rel- at a year, you're still kind of that new... Yeah. Um, new, you know, newly... New, puppy love. Call, puppy love, newlywed stage, yeah. Yeah, so um, the relationship was so serious that the couple was allegedly talking about moving in together. But Rob was living in Fort Lauderdale, which okay. was about three and a half um, hours okay. from where she lived. From Orlando? Yeah. I was going to ask how far it was, but thanks. So, <laughs> Jumping the gun on that one. Yeah. Pulling at Amanda. Uh, <laughs> the weekend prior to her disappearance, she was actually vacationing in St. Croix with her boyfriend, Rob, okay. and his family. Um, they returned on Sunday, which was January 22nd of 06. In Miami, and a friend of Rob's drove them back to his home, to so Rob's home, Flor- Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Jennifer stayed the night at Rob's, and in the morning she drove straight to work, which wasn't out of the ordinary, according to some of the articles that I read. So Dang, she was getting up super, super yeah. early. But I guess like, or it might have been going in late. You know, since she's driving like three and a half right. hours, she might have gone in late that day. I don't know. So, let me backtrack a little bit. Um. Jennifer's parents raised their kids to always be cautious and mm-hmm. aware of their surroundings. Um, good parenting. Drew and Joyce, her parents, were actually held up at gunpoint prior to no. Jennifer's birth. So, I guess because of that incident, yeah. they really taught their kids to be right. hyper-vigilant, uh-huh. you know, just I have a, head on a swivel. Yeah, I have a sidebar okay. that that's gunpoint-related. Well, I say gunpoint-related, that's Like, that sounds bad. terrible. <laughs> So I don't know if I've ever told you this, but um, apparently, so when I was a baby, well, 
young kid. I think I might have been three. My brother was one. My mom was working in a bowling alley. Did I ever tell you this? I don't Wait, think I did. The bowling alley in Laplace? Yes. Oh my god, my dad used to work there. Yeah. My mom was working at the bowling alley in Laplace, and one day um, she was working, and somebody came in and held her up at gunpoint. Inside? In the bowling alley, and brought her, like, in the safe, and made her, like, empty out, like, give them all the money and stuff. And she said, like, she just kept telling them, like, oh my god, like, I have two kids, like, please, like, please don't hurt me, like, I have two kids, like. I never, I don't think I've You never, never told me this. No. You are a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fraud. Yeah, but, like, yeah, so, she said, like, the whole time all she could think of was, like, oh, my God. Like, Take it all, kids. not me. Like, yeah. yeah I mean, I have two two babies. Like, mm-hmm. we were, I was three and my brother was one. Um, so, yeah. I'm holding, that made me think I'm of holding it. a grudge on this one that you never told I me. I know. That made me think of it. Um. Yeah, that's not so. Yeah, my mom's always been kind of like the same way. Like, yeah. you know, be very careful. Like, like you said, head on a swivel. Like, look where you're going. Right. Especially now that I have kids, like I really don't like going places by myself with them. By myself, by myself with them yeah. because of that. You know, reason yeah. just because it's one of it, you and two of them, and then and it's harder. It's harder to pay attention to your surroundings completely when you you're trying to put kids in the car seats and do whatever. But yeah, that's kind of that made me think about it because. You know, my mom was like that, yeah, too, because so, like, so of her experience. Right. So I'm a woman self-defense instructor, mm-hmm. which you know that, but I don't think the listeners know that. But I I see I see women in public looking at their receipt or on the phone or digging for... Like, there's just so many mm-hmm. little tips that I wish I could just share with everyone. Mm-hmm. It, you know, just... It's like right. if, if you're ever kidnapped, don't, don't go in a car. They're less likely to shoot you in a parking lot. But anyways, I'm getting, I'm getting off topic. Sorry, that was a <laughs> sidebar, but when you said, you know, they were held at gunpoint and, you know, so they maybe, kind maybe of... I'll sh- maybe I'll share some tips. So, so, yeah, maybe at some, the end. Yeah, or, or like a post or something. Yeah. Okay, so back to Jennifer and her, her parents teaching them to just be cautious. Right. Um, so Jennifer was often referred to as a mother hen mm. amongst her group of friends. Um, she, in fact, always carried pepper spray with her, and she contacted her family um, daily. Mm-hmm. They talked every day, which I later learned she left her pepper spray at home mm-hmm. when she went on vacation because she knew it would be con- confiscated by TSA. Mm-hmm. I, think, I mean, that makes sense yeah. to me. And, which is kind of, you'll see later, but anyways. Um, but while Jennifer was on vacation in the Virgin Islands... Mm-hmm. with Rob and his family, she was calling her parents every day. Mm-hmm. Um, she would call just to check in, tell her about their, tell her about the trip. And like her dad said, like, go have fun. Like, s- stop calling, you yeah. know, like just, you know, is but St. Croix part of the Virgin Islands? Yeah. Okay. Cause I know you said St. Croix and yeah. St. Virgin Islands. So it's just, just uh, right. My, I'm apparently I was not super great in geography, <laughs> but anyway, neither was I. I mean, I only know that cause I did the research, but so, on Monday, January 23rd, 2006, mm-hmm. um, she arrived at work. Eager oh, so she made it to work. Okay. Yes. <laughs> to tell her. She was eager to tell her coworkers about her vacation. Um, she completed work that day, and she was seen talking to her boss before leaving around 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay. She spoke with her dad on her way home, and then she spoke with her boyfriend, Rob, on the phone around 10 p.m. Okay. Then she went to bed, allegedly. Presumably. Whatever. Um, that was the last time anyone had ever heard from her. No. So vacation, one day back at work, 
And that's it. Yep. How old was she in 2006? She was, well, she was born in 81. I think she was 20. 25. 25. Yeah. So. Oh, wait. Well, when was her birthday? May. May 20th. So she was 24. She was almost 25. Right. Okay. Sorry. I, <sighs> so. I, I care about numbers. I'm an accountant. <laughs> sorry. Um, the next morning on Tuesday, the 24th of January, her family believes that she woke up, took a shower, and got ready for work. Mm-hmm. What so happens like, after this? Wait, what? Why do they? Why do they think that? It, uh, oh, okay, I'm oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling a you and like yeah. jumping the gun. Sorry. Um, I'm like super intrigued. Homegirl style. <laughs> I'm like super intrigued already, so yeah. So, what happens after this is unknown. Mm-hmm. Jennifer never showed up for work. No. Um, she rarely called in sick, and she even missed an important meeting that was mm. scheduled for 11 o'clock. That's like a bouquet of red flags. Right. Um, this alarmed her coworkers, which prompted them to contact her parents. Um, Jennifer's parents tried calling her, but their calls went straight to voicemail. Mm. This made Jennifer's parents extremely uneasy. And that was because Jennifer never turned her phone off and she never let it die. I'm raising my hand. You can't see me, but that I, is me. Oh, that is Amanda, too. To, so to an know. extent. Like, I'll be on my phone until it's, like, 1%, and then it dies, and then I'm running to the charger. Knowing no. good and well, I should have been on the charger the whole time. Oh, no. My phone never dies. Oh, ever. No, no mine, never, does. Ever. mine does. So, like, if my phone goes straight to voicemail, you better call the cops. Yeah. Well, I have your location, so <laughs> Same. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I don't know if that, I don't think that was a thing in 2006. No. Ah, but... uh, Maybe. Well, maybe. Probably not like location services. Not. As, I mean, not like not like, like we know it now. Share your location, but it, iPhones came out in probably '06, I think, or '07. I also want to include that her boyfriend Rob tried to call her, mm-hmm. but he never made contact. And I mean, he was he was slightly concerned that he hadn't heard from her because she usually did um, text him in the morning and call or and or call. Mm-hmm. But he just chalked it up to her being busy with work because he knew that she had that meeting that day. Right. And, like, they had just gotten back. Right. So maybe so she's, she like, trying to catch, catch up. up. Yeah. Right. So the Kessies contacted the building manager mm-hmm. for her condo and asked them to conduct a welfare check. Okay. So the building manager made entry to her condo and later advised Jennifer's parents that nothing seemed out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Nothing was in disarray. Like, it was... Just normal. Right. Like, I even... Like, somebody had left to go to work. Like it, it, She even still had her suitcase that she had unpacked, like, by the door. Like, mm. you know, it was just... Um, so, her parents hopped in their vehicle and drove two hours to Jennifer's condo. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me backtrack a little bit and say that when Jennifer was on vacation with her boyfriend... Um, her brother Logan and some of his friends stayed at her condo. Okay. So I guess just like to house sit or whatever. So yeah. Logan and his friend Travis also went to Jennifer's, um, like while her parents were en route. Yeah. They went to, they arrived around 3 o'clock p.m. and Jennifer's parents arrived at like 3.15. So like right behind one another. Mm-hmm. And the building manager let them into her condo. And just as the manager stated, Nothing seemed out of place. Right. It it appeared that the bed had been slept in. Okay. Jennifer's shower still had moisture in it. Okay. So that's why they thought she they knew she took a shower. Um, 
and there were even clothes laid out, which I'm not real sure if that means she never got dressed for work mm. or she changed her mind with what she was going to wear. Get to shot. It could be either one. Yeah. I mean, women change their mind all the time, especially when it comes to what they're going to wear. Right. Um, so once they checked her condo, they contacted the Orlando Police Department to file a missing persons report. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and let me say this about Orlando. Uh, Amanda and I have been to Disney... Three, three times together. Well, together, three, yes. I've been to Disney like ten times, and Orlando is very tourist. Okay, there are like, as far as I've seen, there are like two parts of Orlando. There's like the touristy part, which is like super nice, and then there's like you get a little bit further away from the touristy part, and it's kind of sketchy. Yeah? Yeah, like there are some really, really sketchy parts of Orlando. Okay. So, I don't... I don't know where she lived, mm-hmm. but, like, I've seen that personally, like, just driving. Yeah. Like, through Orlando. Like, it's, like, touristy, touristy, super nice, super nice, and then, like, Sketchville. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought that. Right. Was, that was, like... Um... And, I mean, maybe she lived in, like, a nice, like, a really good part of Orlando, but... Well, but, in, the, in, the, in the episode that I watched, it said that she was, um... It made her feel comfortable being so close to the mall because she knows there's people around mm-hmm. um so i mean yeah. but so once they tried to file the missing persons report opd initially dismissed the family's concerns because jennifer and rob had a minor argument on the phone the night before and they believed that she would return who who are you to make that decision. But like, see, uh, see, Drew and Joyce knew that wasn't the case. Jennifer always checked in with them. They, right. They knew with all of their, like, right. they knew with everything in them like that, they knew better. that that was right. not the case. Her mm-hmm. phone never got turned off. She, like, her car was gone. Her, like, yeah. all of, like you said, a bouquet of red flags. Yeah. Like, they knew better. Right. You know, I mean, you know your daughter. And so... They took matters into their own hands pretty quickly. I mean, yes. so she she missed the 11 o'clock meeting. By mm-hmm. 3 o'clock, they were there. Dang. So, I mean, that's a that's pretty quick yeah. action on their part. And so they took matters into their own hands. Yeah. Um, they created that's flyers awesome. and began okay. passing them out. Okay. Um, so now... We're going to jump forward two days after her disappearance. Mm-hmm. Her 2003 or 2004, I I got both in my research, um, black Chevy Malibu. Was so this is her car. Her car. Okay. Was located uh, at an apartment complex one mile from her condo. One mile from her condo. Mm. Let me just stop right here and say that if, if the police would have taken the Kessies' concerns seriously, mm-hmm. they could have put out a bolo for, for Jennifer and her vehicle. Right. So, I just want to add some behind-the-scenes information to this. Like, when you enter a person into the National Crime Information Center, mm-hmm. which is a national database, right. which I think I've talked on uh, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... If they enter her as missing or even as a wanted person, you can enter a, a vehicle with that person. I can enter I can enter a bicycle with that person. A license, I mean, anything with that person. Yeah. So if you run that license plate and or VIN 
because once you get the registration, you put it both in. Mm -hmm. It would come up as a reported missing person vehicle. Mm. Same thing if it had been a stolen vehicle. So that person in that vehicle would be paired together. So you could run one without the other and have the same result. Mm. So they're linked. So, right. If 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 somebody would be driving that vehicle, that wasn't her, and they got pulled over, it would have been like, hold up. Right. This vehicle is supposed to be missing, like, with a missing person. Where is that person? Right. So, so like, if they run that license plate, would that... Well, I don't know if they had them in 06, but, like, like I know nowadays, would that be, like, if it got picked up on any, like... LPR, which is a license plate recognition system? Is that what you're well, talking Yeah, like, if it got picked up on any, yeah. like, crime... Not crime cameras, um, red light cameras or, you know, intersection not, cameras have, So, or, where I work, we didn't have um, red light cameras. But we did have LPR, which is like license plate recognition cameras. Okay. So well, maybe that's what I'm meaning. So, in when I was in 911, we had a separate TV screen for that, mm. coming in the parish and going out the parish. Okay. Um, I think it was at one neighboring, but we could see what we could access the statewide LPRs. So, if somebody went through that and it and it got a good read, it wasn't blurry or whatever, which they were pretty good quality. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it would pick up like phone numbers, like you know, when somebody's like, like a company vehicle or something. Yeah. Sometimes, which that wasn't accurate, but you know, you can verify that easily. But if it picked up the license plate pretty good, it would sound. It would make an alarm noise, and, and like if it's a license plate related to yes, a missing person. if it's entered into NCIC, oh, okay. so it would make this dreadful noise. God awful. And so it and it tells you the location of that camera. Okay. So we're as so, dispatchers we are putting in a call for service and we're dispatching headquarters to such and such right. respond to the area of highway 44 and the st james parish line we got a hit on a stolen license plate okay. we got a hit on a stolen vehicle so basically to answer my question yeah if they would have yes entered in it oh my God. if if they had those cameras back then i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. but yes but yeah but okay. you, i mean you catch them on drift about yeah like acting on this and taking it seriously mm. So, they found her car, right? Mm-hmm. And Jennifer had some valuables in her car that were left untouched, Aww. including a DVD player, which led investigators to believe that robbery was not the motive. No, because they would have taken that. Right. Um, D- mm. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my questions. Cause... No. Well, like, I mean, did she know people in Orlando? Did she have, like, any, um, like... Acquaintances, yeah, you are friends, like... Um, I think so. I think, I think okay. she did, okay. but um, I, I'm going to get to... Yeah, yeah. ...to what you are mm-hmm. vibing with. Um, did she have, like, a like a secret boyfriend? No, no she didn't. Um, I'm not judging if you did. No, she doesn't, but I, th- that'll... You'll know okay. what I'm talking about. Okay. So, police conducted a thorough sweep mm-hmm. of her vehicle, and it then discovered that her car was wiped completely clean. Yeah, that's sketchy. Like, her fingerprints weren't, like, her DNA. So, they were only able to obtain a single microscopic (sighs) DNA fiber and a latent print. That's it. Which were both impossible to read. (sighs) Yeah, that's that's sketchy. Like, so this person knew what they were doing. Or or at least had watched, like, CSI ones in their life. Honestly, I don't know. Like, Mm. it's a big question mark, but... Um, police search dogs were brought to the scene where her Mm -hmm. vehicle was located and they picked up a scent which led investigators back to her condo. However, Hmm. it didn't lead them to her front door. This is where the construction comes in. 
<laughs> did not lead them to her front door. And it let the canines led them um, around back to a broken fence closer to Kessie's building. And they believed that the scent that was picked up belonged to a person oh. of interest that was familiar with that area. Oh, so they don't. So they, they, they don't think they don't think the dog picked up her scent. They think the dog picked up the other yeah suspect the suspect's mm-hmm. scent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? And when I was reading that, I was like, well, of course it's gonna go back to her, you know? Like, but I guess the way it went around back and mm-hmm. to like, yeah, it. Yeah. I don't. I don't think so Jennifer maybe, would be. Maybe the suspect was never even in her apartment. Which her is condo. So yeah, they so they don't know if she was taken like, from her condo, like walking to her car, or right. I, I don't know how likely it would. I mean, I mean, I guess anything could happen, but how likely it would be for her to be Here's abducted her. on her way to work? But it could have been anywhere from her door to the parking lot, right? Yeah. So. After Jennifer's vehicle was located, the police literally had zero leads. Mm. Um, that was until they discovered the apartment complex where her vehicle was located had cameras. But. Why is there always a but? Or a however or a although. <laughs> but police would soon turn up short again. The, the cameras that were at the apartment complex didn't record video. Excuse me. That is useless. Not, I mean, yeah, yeah. That is but stupid. they only took snapshots. No. Mm-mm. Let, look, we're going to go back to our episode one, Derek Todd Lee. <laughs> you I'm are so vibing with my brain right I now. I'm literally going to make a petition <laughs> to have better surveillance footage, better CCTV. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like we talked about at the subway. Oh, yeah. When Mary... You're Mary like, stop. <laughs> Anyways, the camera took three snapshots mm-hmm. of a potential sub, uh, suspect or person of interest who was seen parking Jennifer's car outside of the apartment complex around noon. Mm. And at least pers- it had timestamps. The person, <laughs> sorry, the person was seen walking alongside of a security gate, but the bars no. on the gate covered his face in all three pictures. Do, do they think it's a guy? Is is it obvious? It's it a is guy? a. It, it appears a to be a man. Yes. Okay. It appears um, to be a man. But I, th- I think from what I remember, it was black and white, so you can't really tell ethnicity. Right. You can't tell what color shirt. Um, Outfit yeah. details description. Yeah. It, it, it looked to me that it was khakis in a. I don't even remember what color shirt it was, but oh, we're gonna. I'm gonna post mm-hmm. the video. I mean the the stills, but. The person, okay, so that goes back to our discussion regarding the placement of security cameras that we talked about in an episode on Derek Todley. <laughs> Again, like, why, like, like in Derek Todley, the awning was blocking, like, you would see from like, the Like, why even put the camera there? Yeah. It, I mean, they obviously, who, here, too, obviously right. they didn't check to see I, I don't know, maybe they were looking to, to get the parking lot, I don't know. It, the parking lot and not necessarily worried about people walking. So, like, yeah, it was like a, it was like an iron yeah, yeah. fence, right. yeah, yeah. and then, like, there was a sidewalk right on the outside mm-hmm. of it, and so he was walking, and, like, he was just tall enough to get that bar that goes across yeah. the top. and I mean, I guess, I guess, talking about placement, you, you, it would depend on the height of the person. Right. So, and, like you said, the and guy. And it was 2006, so. Yeah, like you said, the guy was just, like, just like the right height where yeah. his face was hidden like me they could have totally saw me because <laughs> you're short yeah okay so that made it impossible for opd and the fbi 
who would later become involved to identify. Mm-hmm. Um, but they could only determine that the person, so the FBI could only determine that the person in the snapshots was 5'3 to 5'5. Five five. And this was a man? No wonder why he's angry. <laughs> Wait, I'm 5'4, so maybe they couldn't see my maybe face. Maybe I was listening, maybe they couldn't see you. So even NASA was contacted what? to try and enhance or improve the quality of the images. However, they were unsuccessful. Oh, I'm sorry, if NASA can't do it, no one can. Yeah. Um, I mean, they couldn't just zoom in from their satellite images <laughs> that they have, like, of everything. Yeah. So, this unfortunate piece of evidence prompted one reporter to call the person in the video the luckiest person of interest ever. I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, true. So, there were also missing items that were never located, which included her cell phone, her iPad. Mm. I'm sorry, her iPod. They did not have iPads in 06. Um... Her keys, her purse, her briefcase, and the clothes she was wearing. But though that's, it's not like those items were stolen. Like they were right. on her, right. you know, or with her in a yes. car. Like, but um, then they left other stuff, like her DVD player. And... Yeah, like that's what's so weird about it. Like, those are the things that she probably would have taken into her office building with her. Mm-hmm. I, but as far as I know, she never made it to like the parking lot of her office. Did they have cameras there? They no, she never made it there. I, from well, the, do they have cameras? N- no, I don't. I mean, well, they I'm not say. Well, I'm not saying she went inside to work. I'm saying, but, did but she ever I make noticed, it like it. I think I s- in the video, the episode that I watched, it wasn't like a parking garage. Like it was like one of those strip malls. Like, uh, um, so it was worked. like kind of not really a big parking lot where she worked. Right. So I, I feel like. Right. Like, I have to park in a parking garage, so... Right, so... It's very if, likely that so I could you go could, missing from work. Yes. there's a parking But, like, garage. I think, like, this was a, like, pull-up-right-in-front kind yeah. of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now that I just said that, I'm going to be freaked out about parking in the parking garage. I'll give you my self-defense tips. Okay. <laughs> we'll do some, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some, some drills in the, in the living room. Oh, God. I'm going to get some mace. Yeah. Um, so, her family and officials believe... Those are the items she had with her when right. she disappeared. And makes sense. I mean, it makes sense if she was heading the route. Right. Um, and investigators were unsuccessful. Wait a minute. What? Oh, her keys. I guess that, that person. Because they said they didn't have her keys. But The person had them because yeah, he parked yeah, her car. Right. So investigators were successful when... At- I'm sorry. Were unsuccessful when attempting to ping her cell phone. Mm. Her cell phone either died or was turned off and has since never been turned back on. Hmm. And also the funds in her bank account have remained untouched since she vanished. Wow. Mm-hmm. So clearly, like you said, robbery wasn't a murder. Wasn't a murder. Robbery was not a motive. <laughs> How'd you rob? Yeah, rob. Her boyfriend was also ruled out. <laughs> That's what I thought you were trying to say. No, robbery was not a motive. Yes. Because they would have. They would have probably kept the car. Yeah. Or or, 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 drained, or drained her account. Yeah. Or took the DVD player. Right. So, now I want to jump into potential suspects and persons of interest. So, let me circle back to Jennifer moving into her condo when some of... So, when she moved in, some of the units were under construction Mm -hmm. or being renovated. Um, And the construction company that was renovating the condos reportedly hired mostly undocumented workers from Mexico. 
So those workers... Not, not a good look. <laughs> so those workers often made derogatory and sexual remarks towards Jennifer, just in passing, but they were made in Spanish. What they didn't know was that Jennifer was actually fluent in Spanish, which actually came in handy. So like, she knew what they were saying. Yes, and she talked to her, her family every day. Oh, so they knew. What so was they going so on. that's how they they could they knew like they were yeah. able to let authorities know like look maybe you should look these into workers, these guys. But right. whenever police presence started mm. being you know common or whatever because of her disappearance, like they were nowhere to be found. Of course not, because they're undocumented. Like right. Um, so, that's so frustrating. So, yeah, so going to and from her condo, they always made, like, inappropriate comments. Hmm. And also due to the construction, many of the units in the complex, including some in her building, were unoccupied. Mm. So, Jennifer suspected that many of the construction workers were even just, like, temporarily living there. Right. Um, Well, yeah. In the vacant units, you know. Um, As I previously stated, she was very aware of her surroundings, Mm -hmm. especially since the workers frequently catcalled and whistled at her, which made her extremely uncomfortable. That happens to me all the time, like, especially after Katrina. Oh, my God, it was so bad after Katrina. I was 15, by the way. Blonde hair, allegedly blue eyes. I disagree, but everybody tells me my eyes are blue. Her eyes are blue. They're green. No, they're not. (laughs) I hate you. <laughs> you I had this conversation the other day, and I... Freshly baked lies. <laughs> Amanda has blue eyes. They're green. Not green. Don't at me, so... I will at you. So there were several unofficial suspects mm-hmm. in the disappearance of Jennifer Cassie, and these people were not necessarily named suspects mm-hmm. by law enforcement, but have become persons of interest in the minds of those who f- closely follow her case. Yeah. Um, so, like... Web sleuths? Yeah. Like, yeah, people like us. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, that's simply based on facts that have surfaced throughout the 13 years. Almost since dis- 14. Disappearance, yeah, in January. Right. So an yes. ex-boyfriend of Jennifer's by the name of Matt was looked at as a person of interest. Okay. At the time of her disappearance, it was believed that Matt was still in love with Jennifer. Hmm. Even though they had been broken up for a while. That that happens. So, on several occasions, he attempted to get back with her, and she kept refusing. Mm. I'm sure we've all been through that, ladies. Not me. (laughs) Lucky you. (laughs) So, she informed him that she had moved on, and the night before she went missing, Mm -hmm. um, he was at a bar called Blue Martini which just so happened to be down the road from her condo. Uh, okay. And, however, he had an alibi. He supposedly went home, then went to work the next day, which was confirmed by his roommate and his co-workers. hmm So, those who were following the case closely believe that it was just too coincidental. Um, yeah. And I also want to add that the weekend that Logan, her brother, stayed at her condo with his friends... Mm-hmm. Matt also hung out with Logan and his friends. Hmm. So he he was kind of hanging around. Relevant, you know, like Yeah, you still talk to them. I mean, That's, I guess. That look, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let, let me, me tell, tell you. you something. 
if my brothers, either one of them, was still hanging out with my ex after we broke up, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'd have to throw some hands. Fraud. Then, like fraud. <laughs> fraud. <laughs> like no, like throw some hands. Like you, you break up. Like you don't talk to my family. I don't talk. I definitely don't want to talk to your family. Like, hello. Do people not understand this? Right. Like, whose team are you on? Right. I know this is 2019 and we're supposed to be grown, but, like, no. Yeah. Although I am friends with my ex from high school's wife, but, you know, that's different. Yeah. (laughs) That's different because I'm doing it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, Jennifer's manager, Johnny Campos, was married with kids, but... There goes that butt again. Always. Frequently flirted with Jennifer. Okay. I mean, I feel like a lot of people do that. <clears throat> he even no. asked her out. You have a wife, and sir. And Jennifer rejected. Yes. You have a Completely wife. Completely inappropriate. You have a wife and kids. What are you doing with your life? Like, what? Yeah, that's the type of person you want to be with, right? No. So, for one, Jennifer had a boyfriend. Okay, hold up. Why? First, why? Like, why would she, okay, why would she ever say yes? Like, you have a wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Like, all she would probably ever be is, like, the mistress. The side chick. The side chick. Yeah, whatever. And then, like, if, say, things do progress and, like, he does leave his wife, which they never do. But let's say. He's he going to do it to you. Exactly. So, like, no. Like, good for you. That's why I said that's just the type of person she should be with, right? What does this person look like? I'm about to Google him. Oh, jeez. So, for one, Jennifer has a boyfriend. Right. For two, he's married with kids. And for three, she didn't want to mix romance and business. Uh, that's pretty smart, yeah. So, Jennifer had asked her dad at one point, like, how she should handle that situation. And he advised her... Oh my god, is this him? Oh my god, stop. I don't know. You don't know. Look him up on Facebook. Oh, my God. Um, so, Jennifer asked her dad how she should handle the situation with him. Yeah. And her dad suggested um, that she uh, invite him yeah. to a professional lunch uh-huh. and let him know that she was not interested yet again. Mm-hmm. And she did that. And she also reminded him that he was married with kids. <laughs> like, by the way... In case you forgot. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you have a family at home. But it was reported that he took her rejection pretty well after, you know, numerous attempts. Like, he got the point? Good. I mean, I guess it took, like, a lunch. You creep. So, um, so on the day that Jennifer didn't show up for work, he actually came in late. Like, really late. Like, like, more specifically, like, noon late. Noon. How tall is he? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But he was, okay, I'll get there. So, once he got to work, he seemed really aggravated. He was acting really odd that day. Maybe his wife found out he's a creep. Uh, Kicked him out. Although I would love for that to be the story, but it's not. Um, Dang. So once he realized Jennifer didn't show up for work, mm-hmm. he made a really strange comment. Quote, Jennifer has probably been eaten by crocodiles by now. End quote. Excuse me. Who? What? What? Uh, who says that? Yeah. That is not like a normal thing to say. Yeah. Like... Have a little sympathy. Like, you don't even show concern. Like, you were so concerned with her before her reje- the rejection, and now you don't care that she's mysteriously missing? What? Like I that said, slime like, ball. That is like, I, I can't even handle that. It's so insensitive. Who says that? 
Right. Are there even crocodiles in Florida? Or is it alligators? I don't really know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But. Yeah. So, also I want to note on the Monday that Jennifer returned from vacation. Mm-hmm. So, the day prior. Right. She went to work. The next day. He would ask Jennifer about her trip. Mm-hmm. But when she would, like, begin to get excited, he would get angry. And others speculated that Johnny was jealous of Rob, and perhaps he felt Jennifer could do better. Oh, you know, better, like, get with like a man you? with a wife, kids. <laughs> like you? Yeah, you're not cute, so not you. So, I do want to say that it was, I, th- I believe that that morning the reason he was late was he got pulled over by a cop, and then, mm. and then it, like, he got caught up in that mess. I don't know if he went to jail, but, he, like, he, I think he kind of had a bad attitude, and it held him up longer than it should have, and yeah. he, like I said, probably has a slimeball personality and doesn't really have respect for people, so right. that traffic stop probably was worse than it could have been, than it should have been. Right. I'm trying to find a picture of Rob, because I'm um, willing to bet he's even, he's way cuter than um, I think he's either Australian or British. He had, like, a pretty cool accent. Oh, really? Yeah, they interviewed him. Oh, well, then he's, like, way... Oh, yeah, accent oh, at like, 50 are, points. <laughs> right, like, he's already cuter than this other creeper who has a wife and kids, and it's just like, hey, let's go out. Like, cool. Yeah. Like, who does that? So, ugh, gross. In 2007, mm-hmm. May of 2007, the company that she was working for offered a $1 million reward. Wow. Which, it had a deadline of July 4th, so... About two two months, mm-hmm. and it was from information leading to her whereabouts. Mm-hmm. But there was one stipulation: okay. she had to be alive. Uh, so this was. Like, I mean, that's a pretty hefty reward. But that was like what a year and a half. Year so and January of six, yeah. yeah, a year and a half after she went missing. So and no one ever attempted to claim that reward. Um, there was also a $5,000 reward for information leading to the whereabouts of her remains that was offered by Central Florida so are they assuming, Crime Line. Are they assuming she's deceased? Like, she met with foul play? I think there's foul play, but nobody's saying that they believe that she's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, they searched the area by her house, and they, like, they'd bring, like, clothes out, and they'd, like, they'd bring it to their her parents that were, like, waiting by the tree line. Like, is this hers? And they're like, no, that's not hers. No, that's not hers. Mm-hmm. Like, um... But on May 2nd of 2008, mm-hmm. the Florida House of Representatives, representatives mm-hmm. um, passed a Senate Bill 502 mm-hmm. called the Jennifer Kessie and Tiffany Sessions Missing, missing Persons Act, mm-hmm. and that changed the way that missing person cases are handled in Florida. Mm-hmm. So as of June 10th of 2010... Mm-hmm. The FBI has taken over the case of Jennifer. Good. From OPD. Yeah. And Jennifer remains on the FBI's most wanted slash missing list. So, who is Tiffany Sessions? I didn't even, I didn't want to get in that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, I'll look it up. Might, might put her on our list. Yeah. So. But I'm glad, like, the FBI is involved, because clearly. OPD. OPD is just And you know, y'all. I'm not one to, to badmouth law enforcement no. because I, I, I know what it's like on that side, but right. we got to do better. Thank you. And I feel like we say that every episode. Yeah. Um, so, I want to talk about where we are today. Mm-hmm. So, the case is still open per yeah. OPD. Okay. So, like, we just don't... Um, I read that the family is extremely dissatisfied with OPD's I mean, investigation. I mean, 
Or the lack thereof. I mean, as they should be. Like, they had to put flyers out for their daughter. Like, yeah. that's terrible. And, you know, they acted so quick. So quick. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but the Cassie family filed a civil lawsuit mm-hmm. against OPD mm-hmm. in hopes of gaining access to more than 14,000 pages of the case file. I'm surprised they have that much. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, so, the Cassies want to conduct their own investigation. So, did they get it? Do you know? Stand by. (laughs) So, according to the family, it took the Orlando Police Department three years after her disappearance to interview her co-workers. What? Which is absolutely absurd. Those are people who she saw every single day. Right, like your co-worker, you spend the majority of your time with your co-workers. Yes, that was her family. Like, I mean, I, I recently got moved to, like... I'm an auditor, obviously, but I recently got moved to a new audit, and, like, my boss and my coworkers are, like, the people that I spend the most time with. Right. Actually, like, the relationships I've, are there. I've become friends with them. Like, we went to the movies together. Like, you met them. Like, yeah. We, we went to the movies Yeah, together. I've met her coworkers. Like. Right. And, my, like, my boss. Like, like we're, we, we have, like, like, parties and. Like, yeah, like, it, like, we'll, we'll get, morale like, boosters. We'll get yeah, together, like, we'll you're, like, we you spend lunch. a lot of time with these people, and you're telling me it took you three years to even think, like, to. To invest, like, right. interrogate them? I, I would interview hope, them? I would hope that, like, after, if I went missing, I would hope that, like, after my husband and, like, you Every, like, and, your, like, your, friends, your first that, circle, that my, then your, move on to your second like, circle. Like, your coworkers, right, right, right. So, come That's on. absurd. Yes, so. Hmm. In addition to the lack of urgency with the investigation, they initially dismissed the Kessies when they tried reporting missing, which I talked about, and... They didn't take the matter seriously until the day her car was found. So but, two days. But, but by that point, two it, days. Yeah. You, you already, your which, first 48 hours have already gone by. And, and, and they, they had plenty of time to wipe the car clean, which they did. And we and we both know from watching so much stuff on true crime, in a missing person's case, the first 48 hours are key. Because mm-hmm. after the first 48 hours, the chances of finding them alive, mm-hmm. like, decrease, like, drastically. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole show called The First 48 Hours. <laughs> right. So, I do want to say that the day Jennifer went missing, her parents located a men's size medium sweatshirt in her laundry hamper, and it is still unknown who it belonged to or belongs to. Well, what about, like, her brother's friends that were staying there? I mean, I'm... Was Rob not a medium? I don't think so. He's kind of a... Like a taller guy. Yeah. um, But, like... Officials never had the, the sweatshirt tested. What the hell? Why? Yeah, no. I, I mean, it could have been her sweatshirt, you know? No, I, I mean, they, like... I mean, I have wind sweatshirts, but I'm... I know, mm-hmm. but I th- maybe she wasn't medium. She was kind of tiny, you know, yeah. like... Yeah, but a lot of times she can wear oversized sweatshirts. Yeah, I but mean, I, I, think, I don't... I think they should have had it tested. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I so, just, I mean... It, it could, I don't... I don't know. They OPD is still terrible. Yes. So. Hopefully they've improved. I'm giving them, the, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, hopefully they learn from this. But do as better. of here, you go. This back to your question. As of October 10th of 2019, so three days ago from the day of this of this recording. Yes. So today's the 13th, y'all. So three days ago, the Kessie family has finally gained <gasps> access to all of the files regarding Jennifer's missing person case Yay. and after years of fighting to get their those their hands on those records mm-hmm. 
they're finally in a place where they can co- conduct their own investigation. Well, they they would do a better job than the freaking OPD did, so hopefully they, they can, you know, gosh, hopefully, can you not, like, just, like, public records request acts for that? Well, stuff? it was still, it's or, still open, so uh, they're not going to release that. Yep. Oh, so without, like, a court order. Mm-hmm. So, in an article, I I guess I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Like, same, like, so anything, like, it could, like, missing person, murder, whatever, like, they're not gonna really, it is public record, but if Mm -hmm. it's, if it hasn't gone to trial or been solved or whatever, they won't release it. Hmm. You could try again. Try again later. But I didn't know that. mm -hmm. Okay. So, in an article by WTSP, Mm -hmm. which is the local news station, Jennifer's father stated, quote, we know how many law enforcement officials have looked at Jennifer's case and have found absolutely nothing. Now it's our turn. End quote. Right. Basically to see, like, if they come to the same conclusion. Right. Or, like, if they're, like, missing something. Or, like, intentionally not. Yeah. Like, right. Like, oh, that's probably not important when really. Like they can interpret something differently. Exactly. So, um, Jennifer's father also stated, quote, Every single second of every single day to us is frantic. Mm. We need to find her, and it's just as urgent 13 years and nine months later as it was the day after, end quote. Oh, my God. That is, like, the fact that he said 13 years and nine months later, like, you know. Like, he's counting. Like, like they, yeah. as a parent, like, you know, like, the very and last I, time you And I do want to say, family. like, in the, in the episode that I watched, so mostly, um... In, in situations like this, traumatic events, you know, stuff like that, a lot of times the parents don't stay together because of just the the heartache, you know? Right. But these we, parents... We talked about this in the Martha Jean Lambert yeah. episode. Like, they split up. So, in the, in this one, they, they are, you know, mm-hmm. stronger together, and they, yeah. like, they are not giving up. Well, that's awesome. Because, like, a lot of times in cases like this, I feel like you have one parent who, like is, like, accepted, like, oh, they're, they're gone. Like, yes. They're, they're deceased, like, we're, we're looking for a body. And mm-hmm. there's one parent who, like, holds out hope, like, no, maybe we can still find them. Mm-hmm. You know, or, like, one parent who wants to, like, continue to, to like, continue to never search. loses hope, and right. the other one comes to terms with, like, we'll never see her again. Right. But and, and that'll, 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 that'll separate you them. Apart, yeah. right. But, I, I mean, this is, this is a terrible I mean, it's so sad. I mean, it's it's a sad case, but I mean, it's kind of like a bright spot, I guess, that they were able to yeah, like, that, stay like, together. Yeah, that like silver lining. Silver lining, yeah. Mm-hmm. So authorities and Jennifer's family and friends believe that she fell victim to human trafficking. Oh no! Is Orlando like a big I mean, hub for that? I mean, it's a big city. Yeah. Um, I, I guess probably because, well, p- partially because. They've never found her remains, mm-hmm. you know? And they saw that guy with a car. Like, it, you know? Yeah. Maybe they're just thinking and, and that's these, the most logical. And these are the cases that, that keep me up at night yeah. and terrify me. Like, that you can just completely vanish off the face of the planet, like, without a trace. Like, it just... Right. And it's like, I, I mean, she didn't move, like, start a new life. Like, she still yeah. had a packed suitcase. Like, she, you know? Right, she didn't take anything with her. Right. So, that's kind of where we are with Jennifer Cassie. And hmm. if you would like to stay informed about her case, mm-hmm. um, you can follow the Facebook page. Find Jennifer Cassie. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do that. The page I is still pretty active. Really, I didn't do it before because like I didn't want to ruin anything. Yeah, I didn't want to ruin it. Yeah, it's still pretty active. Um, I I noticed that like some people have like 
YouTube videos of like their possible theories and like the page will share those. Like I didn't even get into that rabbit hole because I was like, this case needs to, I need to finish it. But, um, you know, Mm -hmm. it's sad. Like how can you just vanish? Yeah. I know. Like I don't, like I said, those are the ones that keep you up. Oh, they posted literally two hours ago. Yeah. So on their page. Yeah. An article. They they definitely actually the WTSP article we just talked about. Yeah, that's they, so they must have reshared it. So that's the one stating that they yeah. they gained access. They they okay. they got the documents they needed. Okay. So hmm. so if you have any information that could potentially benefit this investigation, please call the Find Jennifer Kessie tip line at nine four one two zero one four zero zero nine or you can reach out to their Facebook page as we said it's fine Jennifer Kessie and if you I just looked it up if you search type in like fine Jennifer it's like the first one okay that comes up how many followers do they have I think it's six almost seven thousand six point nine yeah six point nine thousand um six thousand nine hundred and fifty people okay that's a lot yeah I I literally was just on it um that's the case of the disappearance of Jennifer Kessie. Thank you for listening to Homeside Homegirls. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to our Facebook page and leave us a review or rate us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. If you want to be the first to know when an episode is released, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram at Homicide Homegirls, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Homicide Homegirls Podcast, and Twitter at Homegirls Pod. If you would like to suggest an episode, use the form located on our Facebook page. Once a month, we plan to answer fan-submitted questions in a segment we like to call hashtag AskTheHomeGirls. So be sure to use the form on our Facebook page to submit your questions. 